It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. three on a Friday night or for those on the East Coast a Sunday morning maybe you're watching the Celtics fall to the Golden State Warriors there in Beantown flipped us on on a Saturday morning and some somberness and you said you know what I want after a 109 97 loss or 107 97 loss I want a winner (laughs) and uh, let's do just that we have the Belmont coming up tomorrow Talked to Kenny Rice yesterday. It was good stuff. And now we bring on from TVG a friend of yours, Sean, yeah, Ken man. Rudolph. Absolutely. Ken, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here. And let's get some winners. Let's get some money. Absolutely. And I have to give some context on, on me and Kenny's relationship. So I found out later that he was a, a big fan of me as a quarterback with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He doesn't know that I've been a big fan of his TVG, I think, was in its infancy at the time, especially as being broadcast in the southern part of the country. I'm watching the 2005 Kentucky Derby, Tim, and everybody's talking about Bellamy Road and the Fleet Alex, and Ken Rudolph is sitting on the panel talking about his version of Rich Strike. 
He was like, I like a horse named Giacomo. He was 50 to 1 <laughs> on the board. And it, you because you should have saw his, his co-host, how they looked at him. Yeah, come on, Timmy. You, I mean, Ken, you've lost your mind. <laughs> and down the stretch they go, and Giacomo wins the race. This rehash that feeling, that emotion on, on 2005 when, when your selection pre-flop was actually right. Um, I mean, it's one of the greatest days I've ever had. And the thing that made it so fun was I was still learning the game. So we started in 1999 with TVG. And the entire concept was to find people like me who did not know anything about horse racing. But I was an experienced a journalist, an experienced host, experienced anchor. So they said, we want to combine the two. We want you to use your skills at talking to people and asking questions. And we're going to teach you horse racing. We're going to pay you to learn how to handicap. And that's what they did. And they taught me. And I just kind of figured it out every day. And so 2005 was really a great culmination for me because I'd been paying attention for five, six years. I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. I, I did pedigree. I watched the horse working out. I talked to the jockey, a Hall of Famer, Mike Smith, was like, Kenny, this is my derby horse. Watch him. And I just followed the horse when he was a two-year-old for six months. And, you know, I, I've always been that kind of person where if I make a statement, I stand by it. So when we got to Kentucky Derby Day, and it's six months later, and I'm like, he's 50 to 1. I don't care. I like him still. I think he can do it. And I really, really felt like he was going to win the race. And when it happened, I, I'm already confident in life in general. When that happened, now you can't stop. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Smith, by the way. He was experienced in 2005. He's still riding in 2022 at a high yeah. level. But I wanted to tell that story, Kim, because as we know, the, in this year's Derby, out of nowhere, yes, horse that wasn't even in the Derby lunchtime the day before. Rich Strike came from the clouds, won the Derby at odds of 89 to 1. Him and his uh, trainer, owner, decided to skip the Preakness, but he is running tomorrow in the Belmont Stakes. Let's start with the Derby winner. What kind of chances do you give him to win the third leg of this Triple Crown? You know, it's really difficult because um, for me, Rich Strike is very similar to Mind That Bird. And my relationship to both horses is very similar in the sense that I bet mine that bird when he was a two-year-old in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile because he was the Canadian two-year-old champion. And he was horrible. He ran last in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. And I saw him, I was like, I will never bet that horse again. <laughs> he wins the Kentucky Derby at a big price. Rich Strike was the same. I bet Rich Strike in a, in a race called the Jeff Ruby Stakes mm -hmm. at Turfway Park because he's a closer. And he'd been closing in the previous race, the Battaglia. And I was like, okay, he can get to tiz the bomb this time. But when he couldn't get to tiz the bomb, I was like, man, forget that horse. He's done. I don't want to bet him ever again. And so I think everyone else had the same mindset when he snuck into the derby that he's just not good enough. Well, he got the setup of a lifetime, very similar to Giacomo. He got crazy fast fractions up front. And all those horses started falling back. And it just he was able to weave his way through traffic way better than Giacomo. But he was able to weave his way through. And he was able to make it happen. That's the kind of race where he can win. I don't think he's going to get the pace that he needs in the, in the Belmont. He doesn't have as many horses. And I don't know if he wants to be as close as he needs to be to the pace early on. So I'm worried that his, his kick is going to be kind of dull when he turns for home. I expect him to hit the board, but I don't think he has the right pace scenario to win the race going a mile and a half. Uh, Ken Rudolph from TVG here on the Nightcap. Ken, one of the things that surprised me when I saw the morning line was the actual favorite, We the People. Uh, do you think at post time he remains the favorite, and what chances do you give Flavion Pratt and Rudolph Brissett's We the People? 
that's a huh. If he'll be the favorite, I don't know. Because here's the thing. He's obviously the speed of the field. But he's not that classy. And if you go back and look at the horses that he has been beating, he's not beating anything. He's not beating anything. And so what he's been able to do in his races, he's been able to get easy leads, especially in the Peter Pan. He got an easy lead, no challenge at any point. Now, he does have the kind of speed where he could get an easy lead in this race. But I don't think he's classy enough to win this race. I think that when the real running starts and they turn for home, he's going to have a problem. And because of that, I think I'm not the only horse player that thinks that. So I don't think we the people will be your post-time favorite. So as um, a, I, Go ahead. Um, so as we look at the rest of the field, because we got about five minutes here and I got some other questions I want to get to you. Tell me your pick for the Belmont. Uh, as we said the day before, I know Todd Pletcher has two horses. A lot of people mm -hmm. are high on uh, Kim Peak's creative minister. Uh, Barbara mm -hmm. Rhodes has been a, a name that's kind of been around the scene but hadn't figured out how to get there first. Who do you like on top tomorrow in the Belmont Stakes? You just said it. Barbara Road. That's my horse. And, and for a couple of reasons. One, he was my pick in the Kentucky Derby. And I thought that, you know, he had to go really wide in the stretch. And I thought he still did a great job to run on to be sixth in that race behind Mo Donegal. They both had the exact same trip. But they tried to go up the inside to try to follow Rich Strike. And they realized, uh, that's not going to work out. So they had to go all the way around that field. And I think that compromised their chances. But here's the thing about Barbara Road. I sincerely believe if you go back and look at his first three starts, he has natural speed out of the gate. He's not going to get the lead. He's not that kind of horse. But I think that Joel from that outside spot can move out and get over and just sit right behind whatever horse wants to get the lead. If he's third early on in that race, I think we have an exceptional chance to win. And I think because Joel is riding, I might get bet down a little bit. So I think I'll be lucky if I get seven or eight to one on Barbara Road. But I really like him. I think he's versatile. He's really athletic. And I think Joel will give him a great ride. I'll take that value all day. I think you're actually going to get better odds than, than the morning line on Barbara Road. I think Pletcher and his name recognition, I think Rich Strike, people won to bet the Derby winner. And I also think the fact that We The People was the morning line favorite. People are going to be like, do they know something? And it seems like the wise guy's horse is going to be Creative Minister, which I look at Creative yep. Minister and I feel like he's been almost on a triple crown schedule, having run Derby Day, then the Preakness, how fresh yep. – is he coming into this race? Talk to me about a trainer like Todd Pletcher when he puts Mo Donegal and Nest in this race. It, which one do you like more? And what does that generally say strategically when a trainer has more than one entry with different owners but in the same race? It usually says one simple thing. The owner told him to do it. That's it. Mo Donegal belongs here. Mo Donegal's earned the right to be here. And they've been talking about this horse being in the Belmont for the whole year. Nest, and I said this on the air, this filly does not belong in this race. I don't think she's good enough, and I don't know how she's going to outkick any of those closers when they turn for home. She couldn't get to Secret Oath in the Oaks. She's not going to be able to outkick Mo Donegal and Barbara Road and Rich Strike. So basically, if she's in the race because the owner told Todd Pletcher, I want my filly to run. That's it. Yeah, and I agree with that because I kind of downgraded Nest because Secret Oath couldn't get to early voting and epicenter any of those horses, even not even creative minister right. in the Preakness. And, and Ness couldn't get the secret oath. Now, I know it's not apples to apples, but, you know, I kind of was, was scratching my head slightly when I saw that Pletcher had entered Ness, but that makes a lot of sense. Uh, lastly, Ken, talk to me about creative minister. A lot of people hound this horse. Uh, we had um, Kenny Rice. We had Kenny Rice on. 
uh, yesterday, uh, yeah. and he said creative minister is his pick. Mm -hmm. uh, give me the pros and cons for the Cam Peak entry. Well, the pros, he's lightly raced, and he's tactical. So you're talking about horses like Mo Donegal and Rich Strike. They're not tactical. They will be back there, and they'll have to make that move. Creative minister can put himself a little bit closer. Um, I don't believe he's good enough at a mile and a half. Uh, I believe he'll probably be in the exotics, but I don't believe he's good enough to win. What I do think he might end up doing, I think he might end up being more forwardly placed than he probably wants to. I wouldn't be surprised if Brian Hernandez Jr. decides to take him and get him into the race. And I think that might help the other runners, but I think that might be his undoing. I don't think he's good enough to win this race at a mile and a half. Now, two long shots, uh, Skippy Longstocking and Golden Glider. A lot of times people are trying to fill out the back end of that trifecta or superfecta. Do you think any one of those right. long shots could hit the board possibly? You know, Golden Glider was interesting because he has some tactical speed, and he had the ability, he could have been sitting, he was sitting right off We the People in the Peter Pan. Um, and he never, he actually broke on top. If you go back and watch the Peter Pan, the first three strides out of the gate, he's on top. And then we, the people, decide to take over. And I'm thinking that Golden Glider probably has more natural speed than they're using. So I can see him maybe being closer. I can't see him winning the race. But then again, we all said we couldn't see Rich Strike winning the Derby. <laughs> Ken, I wouldn't bet Rich Strike if they let us rerun the Derby. <laughs> hey. he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a close. He kept coming. Every single prep race, he kept coming. He kept coming. He just wasn't getting there. So that's a horse that... He finally got the setup that he wanted. It isn't like he's a bad horse. He just finally got what he needed. Well, thank you so much, man. Ken Rudolph, TVG. Never forget you picking Giacomo <laughs> in 2005. You know I'll text you tomorrow what else you love. So thanks again <laughs> for coming on the Nightcap. Hey, I appreciate you, man. You know, I never forget 99-2000 season with the Buccaneers, especially that Monday night game against the Braves. <laughs> 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 there he is, Ken Rudolph. It's the Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from a local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCasts wherever you get your podcasts. It is an ICAP here on VEASAN. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Celtics. Falling to the Warriors tonight, 107-97. And the series has shifted back to the Warriors being the favorite here at Circa. They are updated series price. Warriors minus 125, Celtics plus 105. Game 5, Monday night in the Bay. And the Warriors a 3.5-point favorite with a total of 212.5. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. We're showing 212 right there. That is the DraftKings uh, line at this moment in time. It's a Friday. We appreciate uh, our next guest waiting a couple extra minutes. Good stuff from your friend Ken Rudolph from TVG, yeah, riding with Barbara Road. Barbara Road. That is his uh, pick for the Belmont. So we've gotten Creative Minister from Kenny Rice and Barbara Road from Ken Rudolph. And you're rolling with Mo Donegal. Mo Donegal. All right, let's bring in Jared Smith at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter from Pixwise. Uh, joins us every Friday on the program. Let, let's look at and rehash what we did. I actually want to ask you this question. So I, uh, we just had a discussion with uh, a Twitter follower of the show. Not a discussion. It was a, it was a bet. It was a bet yeah. between me and they challenged you. They did, and I'm I'm open to for the challenge. That's cool. If the Warriors win or lose, do you give Steph Curry a shot to win NBA Finals MVP? Oh. 
I'd have to go look at the precedent. If I recall, it's happened once, Jerry West. Thank you. So yeah, the, you, all you have to do is tell me the name, and I could tell you no because. I mean, in this day and age, the narrative matters so much more. Where in Jerry West's age, I, granted, I wasn't alive back then, so I don't really know what the media was like, but I'm assuming they weren't as hyperbolized around the narrative as they are today because we're just so hypersensitive to those things because of how vicious the news cycle is. So I would say no to that. I don't know if you got odds on this. I hope you did, but well, no, um, it's just a, I, I would a, say no. A friendly bet, a friendly cigar bet, like we do on the show. Yeah, I, I had so. to, I had to pay my uh, my penance today. Uh, once again, just a reminder: uh, Saint uh, Purdue can Boilermakers, they're dead to me. Can you see this, Jared? I can. Yeah. Okay. There you go. What happened to the What happened to the stack I gave you when I was in Vegas? You smoke all those bad boys already? Nah, nah. We did what we were supposed to do with those. We use them as firewood. <laughs> I got him for free at a bachelor party, so I didn't brag about that's, the quality. That's all I use him for firewood. <laughs> Chuck him in. Chuck him in. Keep the fire going nice and hot out there in the desert on the weekends. Um, no, he, he no, but but just going back to Steph though, he's been tremendous. He's been tremendous. He deserves so to be MVP. Oh, I absolutely. wouldn't be upset. No, and, and especially because Tatum at times has struggled. Jalen Brown hasn't, though. I know. I'll be honest. I I think the MVP of this series has yet to present itself, frankly. Like, I know Steph was great tonight. You mean on Boston. But the series has, I mean, it's a 2-2 series, and both teams have won a game on the road. The game that Boston won on the road, Jason Tatum did everything but score. So he certainly, and Jalen Brown was fantastic in that game, too. And in the game that the Warriors won on the road, Steph Curry was fantastic. So, the, the market has separated itself to the point where it's three guys and the rest of, of the field. Agreed. And I think the winner of the award has yet to really claim it because as good as Steph has been, they still have two more games to win and two of them likely are going to be on the road. So, uh, or excuse me, one of them is going to be on the road. So I, I think it's, it's still up for grabs. And I think Jalen Brown, frankly, with the odds of what five to one, that's the bet that I would make right now because of the two Boston candidates, I think Jalen Brown's been the more, uh, you know, well-rounded, of the two. So I guess my question would be, as we sit basically back at square one after four games, I mean, with it being 2-2, from a wagering standpoint, where do you see value as we move forward? I love Boston in game five. I mean, we we've all we all follow the same people. We've, we've seen what the trends are with them after a loss, and we've seen what the trends are with teams winning the game, also covering the spread. And if you use that logic, if you do bet the underdog, you don't bet against the number. You just take the money line price because teams, it's 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 unbelievable. Another one tonight. 66-0-1. It's insane. And then if you take the whole postseason, not just the finals, this postseason, 25 consecutive winners have covered the spread. The last team to win and not cover was the Warriors in round two against the Grizzlies. I think it was game four. Wow. They were favored by like nine and they won by like a bucket or two. So again, if you like, Boston in game five, don't even worry about taking the points. Just bet the money line, and the trend, if it continues, will give you a little extra juice there on the side. Yeah, I, it's interesting looking at the series prices right now uh, across the market. Um, Westgate is plus 115, Celtics minus 135, Warriors, uh, same at Caesars. Here at Circa, they're a little more bullish on the Celtics to come back. Now, the, the Warriors are still the favorite. I think that's fair because they're going to be a favorite in Game 5 and if we have a Game 7. Um, but I, I'm with you. I, I still think and, – and what's interesting 
uh, Jared, you know, as, as Sean and I were talking about and watching this game, as it got down to the kind of nitty gritty towards the end, and it, it was close. One thing that Sean and I kind of agreed with was, like, I still believe the Celtics have a better roster, but they don't have Steph Curry, and Steph Curry mm. rose to the occasion. He's he's a elite all time player. Jason Brown, Jay, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they're very good. Who knows what their career holds? But he, they haven't been there yet. And you saw that there was a tightness, ninety four to ninety, and they let the Warriors go on that 10-0 run. And there were a couple possessions, guys, where they swung the ball around. Who pulls from three? Marcus Smart. Who pulls from three? Marcus Smart. Al Horford. I mean, look, Marcus Smart. He's a gift and a curse, right? He, he he does so many things positively, but he will drive you crazy. But at the end of the day, he's not afraid of the moment. Maybe he should be, but he wasn't. Steph Curry, I mean, he's, Can been, I say something? he's been there before. What's up? I'm not letting Boston trick me. I pre-flop, I pre-flop bet Golden State to win this series. I'm switching. I'm going to Boston. <laughs> wow. Because Jared and Tim, I felt like this after game five in the Milwaukee series. I felt like this after Miami went and blew Boston now in Boston in the Heat series. And Boston in both series came back and found a way. And I'm not going to let them trick me the third time. I'm like George Bush. uh, First, shame on me. (laughs) Listen, I'm going Boston to win the series. I'm completely switching my bet. I just feel like I don't think Andrew Wiggins is getting 16 boards again. I definitely That's know Steph Curry's number. probably not getting 10, you know, and I think Boston will bounce back just like they have all playoffs and then the game's in Boston to close it out. Like, so I, I can finally get plus money on Boston now. I'm going to take it. Yeah, and I, I think, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but the series price is shorter than the money line for game five, meaning betting Boston money line in game five You'll get a better payout than you would bet Correct. in Boston True. series. Right? Yep. Yeah. So then you you just you just bet the money line in game five because if they if they lose game five, you're gonna get an insane price on the series going back to Boston down three two. So that's how I would play it. I would take the Celtics money line in game five. We'll see what I do with the props. I had a nice one with Kevon Looney tonight. Got a got over the five in the hook on one of the last possessions of the game. Draymond Green is I I'll be honest. I, I know Steph is the key, but if Draymond doesn't play better, I don't know if they can win two out of the next three. I well, mean, he has been playing at a level that is just unbelievably bad. That's why I'm taking they need, Boston. <laughs> they need him to score. They need him to be Draymond of old and getting in guys' heads. And he just looked like he was in his own head tonight. Um, and I think in general, Boston has still the deeper team. And yes, Steph is the best player, but that's one game. We'll see if he can drop 40 and 10 again in game five. If he doesn't, I think the Celtics win. I agree. I've been hard on Draymond, deservedly so. And really, all Golden State needed him to do this series, to, in my opinion, to be in complete control, is be Dennis Rodman-like on the boards. They really haven't needed anything. The games they've lost, they've gotten obliterated on the boards. And tonight, they finally had some other guys step up. Looney had 11. Curry had 10. Wiggins had 16. 16 yeah. If he just would rebound at an elite level, then Golden State could win the series, but I don't see it happening. Mm. Yeah, 16 boards. I mean, talk about a prop better's dream for Wiggins. I'll be honest, if you want to talk about a you know dark horse candidate that, you know, isn't going to win the MVP, but is definitely worthy of at least some, you know, attention, 
Wiggins has been unbelievable in this series. I mean, absolutely fantastic tonight. And if he's going to go 16 on the glass, Golden State can win this series, even if Draymond is. Do you see his mom was tweeting about him tonight even? His, even mom was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Draymond. He's playing terrible right now. <laughs> now that's when you know you're in bad shape. And then you know what, though? He had a critical possession, and even Sean could yeah. give him props. He had a critical possession. He had a rebound and a Offensive bounce rebound, bounce pass for, for a bucket. I think it was Kevon Looney. That's Jared Smith. From PicksWise at Jared Lee Smith. More on the NBA Finals and maybe a little college baseball? We'll talk about that on the other side. It's the nightcap here on Visa. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live with same-game parlays for UFC 275. Combine multiple bets, including money line, fight, fight length, over-under, significant strikes, and more. All users can make their first same-game parlay bet and double your winnings if that bet cashes. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the code VSIN, and make your first UFC same-game parlay today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Pennsylvania, 877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY. It is the nightcap here on Visa alongside Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. What are you laughing at? Oh, they're killing Draymond Green. <laughs> they Draymond. Oh. <laughs> I do, uh, do want to get to uh, oh, one God. tweet. Jared Smith is still with us. <laughs> CRG Futures said, Sean King's list of nicknames is rivaled only by Apollo Creed. If anyone remembers <laughs> Apollo Creed when he walks out to fight Drago in Rocky Four, and uh, Rocky's Amazing. in his corner, and he's like, anymore? It was the Dancing Destroyer, the King of Sting, the Count of Monte Fisto, the Prince of Punch, <laughs> the Master of Disaster, the one and only... Apollo Creed. Ryan Clark said it's a problem when J. Cole has a better stat line than Draymond Green. Oh, God. <laughs> they killing him. <laughs> Triple single. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is something. Jared's with us. Uh, Jared Lee Smith. Check him out with PicksWise. Uh, they do great content. Always love having Jared on. Um, all right. So, once again, uh, the series price uh, de- de- varying in different spots. Uh, but for the most part, it is uh, around minus 115 in favor of the, uh, sorry, minus 135. Yeah, minus 135 or so for the Celtics, uh, for the Warriors, and plus 115 there for the Celtics. Uh, right now, Golden State, a three-and-a-half-point favorite in game five. The Celtics have not lost back-to-back games this postseason. The Warriors also have not lost back-to-back games, and that is a trend mm-hmm. that has continued uh, and Jared, you uh, believe that Celtics get it done Monday night out in the Bay? Yeah, that's the way that I would go early on. Now, betting these games early is a is a whole other story. I mean, there's a there's especially three days out. You know, it's Friday night. The game's not till Monday, so I I wouldn't bet this now. I would assume the market would probably move a little bit in Boston's direction because everyone's going to be talking about these trends, the after a loss trend over the next two or three days, and I'm sure. We're going to see a lot of underdog money baked into the market. So 
I guess if you want to get a little bit of extra cushion, you take the risk and you bet it early. But I just don't see it moving that considerably. These markets are so efficient at this stage. You know, you, maybe you sacrifice five or ten cents, and and I frankly I would be willing to sacrifice that just to get to Monday and make sure everyone gets out there safely and we get ourselves a good game uh, and everyone's suited up come uh, game day. So uh, that's the way that I would look at it. And sure, the trend is your friend, right, until it doesn't hit. And uh, obviously everything that's pointed in these finals and in this postseason has been the team that wins the game, covers the spread. So mm-hmm. if that's the case, there's no need to take the points with the Celtics. You should feel comfortable taking the money line price. Well, my biggest question will be the health of Robert Williams. I, I, I think mm. he's such a difference maker. He wasn't in on what he was on Wednesday night, a complete difference maker. He wasn't in the first half. And then he, and he was that knee came and bugged him again. I mean, mm-hmm. it, that has been the storyline of this postseason. He's missed games. He was questionable coming into today. And I thought, uh, Sean, you brought up a good point as the game wore on. Emmy Adoka probably played him too long. Mm-hmm. And you know, that was, that was an issue. So, for, for the Celtics' sake, for my sake as a Celtics backer, I certainly hope that Robert Williams, the extra day off, helps that knee a little bit and he could be a difference maker. So uh, so we will see. Uh, while I have both of you guys, we got the Rangers fan there in New York. we got the Lightning fan here. We do have Game 6 coming up uh, on Saturday night, tomorrow night. Uh, total has gone under the last four games, so you're looking at a very juiced under 5.5, minus 145. And you're looking at the lightning consensus line. I'd say about a minus 180 uh, for the lightning. Uh, Jared, I'll start with you before we get to Sean. What happens, in your opinion, in game six back in Tampa after the Rangers have now dropped three in a row? Yeah, they got to score some goals. I mean, they scored one at home. And they didn't score much in Tampa either. And they haven't been good on the road in this postseason. And, you know, we talked during the break about... You know, the Rangers have been good in this spot, 2-0 on the road in elimination games. They're undefeated in, in elimination games this year, obviously, because they're still in the playoffs. But um, they've been good on the road in these spots, but they've been good on the road against Luis Domingue and Antti Ranta, not Andre Vasilevsky. So I, as much as the the inner child in me, the the eight-year-old that you know was celebrating in 94 when Marc Messier lifted the cup, I would love to see them make another comeback and make another stance and figure out a way to unseat the champs. But I mean, it's, it looks pretty bleak at this point. You tip your cap to Tampa Bay. They've got the heart of a champion. They went on the road in game five. They did what they needed to do. They got a couple of freak bounces that went their way. But listen, when you're that good, you get the luck, the puck luck, the bounce in your direction. So you credit Tampa Bay for going on the road and grinding out a win. They deserve to win the series. And it sets up for what should be a really good Stanley Cup final. I hope I'm jinxing uh, the lightning by saying all this out loud, but abs <laughs> lightning would be a really good Stanley cup final for us to uh, enjoy over the next couple of weeks. Right, Sean. <laughs> You're not going to push me into that <laughs> cesspool of mushrooms. That you're trying to get me to jump into. I'll say this though. I think the play tomorrow is the over. I think mm-hmm. over is plus one twenty. When I look back at game four, and this sort of happened in the uh, Hurricanes-Rangers series, these teams are very familiar with each other. Only three power plays given out in game four. A lot of post-game criticism from the Rangers side, also from the media. I think the refs call this game a little tighter. I think both teams get multiple power plays. And I also think some of the shots that haven't been going in, for instance, Tampa dominated game four. They had two shots in the first period to hit off the post. And the Rangers had a chance to go up 2-0, had a, 
had a two-on-one, and he completely whiffs on a wide-open net. So I think this is the game that some of those shots actually go in. I still think Tampa wins it, but I don't want to lay the 180. So I'm going to take the over and get some plus money. And I think New York pulls out the stops a little earlier. If they are down 3-1, I think they go like balls to the wall like early in the third period, maybe even pulling the goalie, you know, with, with five, six minutes left. So I think that's the kind of game they have to play. They have to find a way to create more offensive opportunities. And I think in doing that, it also makes them more vulnerable to giving up some counter opportunities, which Hedman and those guys are really good at making the long two-line pass and getting – you know, Kucherov and those guys in one-on-one situations. So I'm going to play over five and a half in game six. Yeah, especially after four straight unders. Right. You know, the line's been compressed down enough to where there's value to the over, even if the game script doesn't dictate that. And these game scripts have not dictated over. This one does. Elimination games, especially on the puck line for Tampa Bay. You don't want to lay the 80 cents or the 90 cents, but if you lay it on the puck line, you get some plus money and – you know, you might have to rely on an empty net goal late, but that empty net will likely be taking place 30, 40, maybe even a minute earlier than it normally would because of the urgency involved with the elimination game on the Rangers side. Um, you, you've got to have some some pretty uh, you have to have some pretty strong intestinal fortitude there to bet the Rangers in this game. If you think the Rangers are going to go on the road and beat Vasilevsky in game six and it happens, you just tip your cap. I, I can't wager on that happening. I hope it happens. From a fandom standpoint, you're, you're not but even I, I just slick. can't advise. You're not even uh, remotely yeah. slick. Your mush, uh, it's not working. He's trying to reverse He's trying jinx. to mush reverse and reverse jinx, jinx the lightning. Praise the enemy, butter them up in the hopes of completely slaughtering them at 5 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow. It's not happening. I heard we might even potentially get a Braden Point sighting, which would be tremendous. I did hear that. And if, it, even if he, even if it's not in this game, you would think it's good news for the cup final. Right. Um, which is, I mean, that would be a very interesting development, I think. And Tampa is a big dog already in that, in that look ahead. So, but we're listen, not, the we, we, haven't, we haven't made season. the Stanley cup young. yet though. We're not putting the card in front of the horse at no point while you're on this broadcast tonight, will you get me to mush my hometown I've tried Tampa like four Bay Lightning. times, Tim. Come on, get me across the finish line here. <laughs> I tried at least four times to get him to mush his lightning. <laughs> it's not happening. I'm so much smarter than when I said Villanova <laughs> wouldn't be a 10 seed. <laughs> <laughs> at least he learns from his mistakes. I mean, That's the best part about your co-host. Well, he did bet the Reds to win the Central. Well, that so. could still happen. Yeah, the jury's still out on those Reds. They've been swinging it a little bit. Yeah, and the Brewers aren't anything... There no. are four other teams in the division, Sean. <laughs> they just got sh shut out by a team in the division. Cardinals are good. They lost a series right, to right. the Nationals. They split a series against the Diamondbacks. Hey, the Reds stink. Why are you crushing my hope? Let me dream. Because I'm a dreamer. Let me dream. Yeah, you dreamed that Villanova would be a seven. I got, a, ended I got, up a, a, two. I got a great a outing dream. from Tyler Green. He looks like he's rounded in the form. I mean, as a little prospect. Yeah. All right, Jared, we appreciate Good it, my stuff, man. Jay. As always, have a great weekend, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Have a good one, gentlemen. There he is, Jared Go Lee Lightning. Smith. Check him out on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and check out all his work he there. He tried to mush me. He's trying to reverse jinx. It's different. It's different. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN.
This is the Nightcap. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the nightcap here on VSIN and folks. There's my read. 
The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $39. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burks, daily MLB Best Bets, JVT. You'll have more action coming up for Game 4, I'm sure. The NBA Finals, Andy McNeil breaking down the action on the ice. Plus, NFL preseason coverage, UFC, golf, whatever you want. We'll have it here. If you want that full VEASAN experience, which features a daily Best Bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, live video stream, whenever you want it. The cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, VEASAN.com slash summer. Sean and I wrapping things up here on a Friday. We are off next week, so we will have... uh, and we're uh, ready to play. A little rotation of some folks. Yeah. I think we'll have some uh, uh. Femi Abebefe, some Scott Seidenberg. So enjoy uh, enjoy next week. Sean will be uh, living it up, smoking some That's cigars. Right. I'm about to get started right now, too. Go hydrate a little bit with the big guy. Put one of those. Get the cigar. No, no, no I'm going to say those for the lounge. Okay. Yeah. So Hopefully just... a couple of them are good. I, right. I'm honest. The cigars that I bought you, I swear... Those were the most expensive ones they offered. Yeah, I, was, I walked into the humidor and I'm looking around. I'm like, "Oh boy." There's probably like one of those that I probably will smoke, and I'll get a rest away as gifts. But you know, when you win, I mean, bets, you get to do what you way, want. With by the, the way, you just like people don't realize how ungrateful it is. Like working with you, like I get you. I go out of my way, customize <laughs> Puxerdamus Mickey Mouse hat. Doesn't even thank me. You know, I I lost a bet. I went to a, a cigar shop. Was late to work, found the most expensive cigars. You're like, yeah, maybe one's good. <laughs> I mean, people don't realize, like, you try this, like, woe is me uh, <laughs> type of mentality. They're like, oh, you see what I have to work with? Tim's mean. This is what I have to work with. The guy who self-proclaims himself in-game Adamus. That was a pretty catchy name. No. In-game Adamus, no. big stick Adamus, Puckstradamus. Puckstradamus oh, was man. great and is great. You know, my new thing for football is the gridiron gangster. God, Lord help us. Yeah, that's what I'm going with during football, the gridiron gangster. By the way, the greatest tweet ever. That was funny. As many nicknames as Apollo Creed and Rocky IV. That was funny. The dancing destroyer, the king of sting. That's you, man. That's I'll you. take it. All right. Uh, we got uh, we got a lot of business. 107-97, the final score tonight. The Warriors take game number four. Two to two is the series. And uh, once again, that trend continues uh, between uh, NBA Finals games where the, where the price is six or less. I didn't realize that, that stat that Jared just mentioned, that 25 straight games, the spread has been irrelevant in the NBA playoffs this year. That is wild. Um First blush at game five. Back in. When you say irrelevant, it depends on how you bet. Well, no, that's true. No, I'm saying I had the heat in game seven, so it wasn't irrelevant for me. I know the favorite covered. I know what you're saying. The the underdog either won outright or didn't cover. I get it. It was relevant for me because I I had the heat. And I still, if he makes that that last three, I I hit the over and, and. the cover. Biffs and butts were candy and nuts. The Ooh, world would be a better place. Who you telling? Yeah. I had the Celtics and my I had the Celtics that series you price. Breathe. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was no chance. Whew. So first blush, we're not gonna be here on Monday to uh to to live this out. 
are you going to make a bet? And now, if you if no, you're I'm not, I'm going mean, to bet Boston to win the series. I'm going to bet them on the money line in Game Five, but I'm also going to bet them to win the series. I'm going I'm to place both wagers. Should have listened to me before the series. We had a better price. Same. I almost don't want to answer you sometimes. I feel like you're setting me up <laughs> to like come out with this sarcastic, like. Well, are you kidding me? Elitist. By the way, like Maryland area response, like. Do you want to tell the people where you're staying when you go to San Diego? No, I don't want people flocking over there. Yeah. I'm going to have a relax. Yeah. 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 Let's just uh, let's relax on the elitist there, apricot jelly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with you. I, I think the Celtics win game five. Yeah. Um, I, I, I placed it plus 140. Um, I think it'll come down a little bit. They'll still get plus money come Sunday. I'm going to feel like such a dummy if, if the, the Warriors win. win. <laughs> I know. But I'm just, I got to go with what my mind is but telling me. But at the me. end of the day, you'd end up yeah. winning some money and you'd win a cigar. Yeah, but I got to go with what my mind is telling me. Boston looks like the better team. Boston seems like the team that has the most repeatable things that are happening during these games. By the way, uh, I have Texas A&M tonight. Base is loaded, loaded, man. They have bottom the base is loaded, bottom of the eighth. They are one for 11 with runners in scoring position. They've left 14 on base. Well, that's why it's tied. <laughs> Well, at least the dude at the plate is played. I mean, that dirty jersey. I mean, that jersey dirty. <laughs> um, Steph Curry is twenty-five of fifty-one from three. Is that good? I really think. God, he's if so he good. has two big games, so good, man. Even if Boston wins, he might get MVP. Nope. LeBron James didn't get it. He I'm got, just, he got people four. don't like LeBron like they like Steph. Sean, especially aver- not then. Sean, he averaged. Oh, he was his redemption song. They liked him then. No. He averaged 35, 13, and 8. Didn't have Kyrie. Didn't have I'm Kevin not, Love. I'm not questioning Steph Curry LeBron's will not win cigar performance. Bed? I'm not even we, questioning you, his credentials. Are you going to – you want to join on this? You want you want a cigar bet? Not at all. Okay. You already got that action. I know. I'm just yeah. saying. I let CNG Futures handle my lightweight. Um, This is the 31st time the finals have been tied 2-2. Two to two. In the prior 30 instances, the team that won game five went on to win the series 73% of the time, 22 and 8. So I figured out what I'm going to do. I'm going to bet Boston money line. I'm going to bet big Boston series. All the money I win on Boston money line, I'm going to put on Boston plus the po- I'm, uh, minus the points in game six. At home. Yeah. Okay. Wrap it up. Boston closes it out in six. I'll be in New England when they uh... – what Steph has done is Steph has made it so that this loss will be blamed on Draymond, not him. And by the way, if anybody out there says if 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 the Warriors don't win this, well, this is a this is oh what are you doing, bro? Like, I mean, he did throw it right down the middle. Holy smoke! Look at the manager. Oh. Normally, the manager be like, "Don't worry about it." He just went back in the dugout like this fool. Texas A&M just struck out looking on a fastball. Now here's what makes it so egregious. The bases are loaded. You have two strikes, and there are two outs in the bottom of the eighth in a super regional game. At you home. have to shorten up at home. and protect the plate, and he just looked at a fastball straight down the middle. Well, just remember, the under came home tonight. Can't win them all. Notre Dame beat Tennessee. They but, barely. Hey. They, they I, counted, I, I'd, I'd lay the runs with Tennessee tomorrow. <laughs> I this, got a feeling it, it, it's gone. But you said they're pitching their ace tomorrow? Notre Dame's pitching their ace. Yeah. 
So they won tonight because they were able to hit. Hit four home runs. Yeah. If they can do that tomorrow, they could win. We'll see. I'll be watching it on an airplane. So this Tennessee team so cocky. I'm not even gonna be mad if they lose. I I would. This might be the most cocky. What did I say? College baseball team I've ever seen. I said it wasn't for the. I said it wasn't for the best bets email. Don't tail me. It's a complete homer play. But I would be so furious if Notre Dame somehow won this series. I didn't bet it. So I bet the series price plus two eighty. It closed plus three seventy five for tonight's game. And of course, I didn't bet that. And they won. Now they'll lose the next two, obviously. And I'll lose. I mean, that's just dumb by you. Thank you. I mean, it's for real. I mean, if you bet them to win the series, obviously they have to win two games of the three to win the series. So why not bet all the games? So that way, if you're right, then you're even going to get, come on, man. I also didn't really fully believe in it, so I didn't want to waste money. (laughs) See, when I bet, I believe. Like, my Reds going to win the Central, I believe in that. You bet against them today. My though. cigar bet with Nikki Pats that he has no shot. You bet against the for Reds his survivor today. to last longer than mine. I believe in that. I would hope so. You have six. You're gonna have six entries to his one. All right. Wrapping things up. Belmont. Tell the people. I like Mo Donegal. Uh, Todd Pletcher has two horses in the race, but I like Mo Donegal. A lot of people really liked him coming into the Derby. They kind of moved away from him because he drew the one post. Still ran a good race uh, and didn't quite. Finished as strong as Rich Strike, but he had a tougher trip. Had to go outside of some horses, whereas Rich Strike was able to go inside and find a way to the finish line. I like Modonago to turn the tables tomorrow. Modonago will be a single on my tickets for the Belmont Stakes. I also have a win bet on him. Although Ken Rudolph from TVG, a person I value his opinion, he likes Barber Road. And Kenny Rice from uh, NBC Sports, he likes Creative Minister. Do the Lightning close it out tomorrow night? Yes, they do. All right. I think the final score of that game is 5-2 Lightning. Ooh. Over. Take the plus money. All right. That's going to do it. Thanks to Derek Stevens. Big balls. Thanks to Ken Rudolph and Jared Smith. We're out next week. We'll talk to you in two weeks right here on the Nightcap. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.